Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy, standing six foot two, 299 pounds, probably 300. He's lying to you, the listeners, from the South Shore of Nassau County, Long Island. It's the number one fuck, Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson Maine. Joining me in the Heidi Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur's actually in the studio today, and the irony is dripping because there's a particular reason he's in the studio today. Also joining me in the Heidi Mighty Studios, ah, uh, she's a comedy writer. You know her, you love her, and she's Frank's mom. We're talking to Gary O'Neill. Hell yeah. Um, is my number one title. credit. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Carrie. I'm so I was just saying off mic and I'll repeat it on mic. We used to hang out at UCB Sunset a lot together, so we'd run into each other there and sometimes you'd have the boy with you. I haven't seen yous in forever. And I I, I hope I hope you're well. I hope you and Frank are doing well. We are well. It's been so long. So many power hours. I feel so, like. Yes. I, <laughs> I used to do them when the Thanksgiving Eve there. And uh, I would remember seeing you on the way in. And uh, God knows what I told you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mother-in-law. This is Carrie. She has a Boston Terrier. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks, Gabriel. Cool. So it's good to see you. <laughs> Please learn I'm... more stuff about me eventually. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that's kind of it. I, I did realize Boston Terriers, I was thinking about the topic of Boston Terriers. I was like, they're kind of uh, like people in my mind. Like it's Dude, like having I know- a guy. It kind of is like <laughs> a, a big part of my life is around him. Yes. He is a huge facet of mine and my wife's life. And everyone always says their pet is like a person. But I find there to be something extra person-y extra anthropomorphic, extra human-y in Boston Terriers. And now 
This is easily projection. I've been living with one for 12 and a half years. Uh, actually, I've been living with a Boston Terrier for 15 years. Because let me give you the Boston Terrier origin story over here. My One of my... F- a roommate, my first place I lived in in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, South Fourth and Bedford, in like '05. I, one of my roommates moved out. A dude moved in, and that dude had a Boston Terrier named Bullet, like the Steve McQueen movie. And I highly recommend anyone who likes dogs but is irresponsible to move in with someone with a dog. Holy shit! I was like the fun uncle. <laughs> Can I just say that? My first experience with a Boston Terrier was also when I was living in Brooklyn off the Myrtle Wyckoff, off the JMZ. <laughs> I, 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 technically, I technically could take the Broadway J. It was closer to me than Ooh, the okay. Bedford A little more gritty, a little yeah. more gritty. JMZ, baby. <laughs> uh, this was like in 2008. Uh, and my roommate had a Boston Terrier and I had a cat. And Holy they got along. Shit. And I think that was like the first time I ever was really around a Boston Terrier. And I was like, this dog fucking rocks. And then my cat died. And then later on, I got another cat. I can't believe I was a cat. I had cats before I had Frank. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up with dogs, but then it's just like, I was too young to have a dog. So I'd be like, I'll have a cat. And now I can't imagine having a cat. But part of the reason I was looking for a Boston was because the dog really got along with my cat, the first Boston that I lived with. So you were saying, now I have a cat and I want to get another dog. I want to get a dog. I should get a dog. I have experience witnessing cats and dogs playing together or being cool with each other. Yeah. And then pretty instantly the cat hated Frank and I got rid of the cat. (laughs) Oh, shit. Frank's like, it's it's me or the cat, baby. Um, That's really funny. But uh, by the way, also we're talking mid 2000s. Uh, Boston Terry, like French Bulldogs haven't become like the nouveau fuck. It's like, we're still in like the Chihuahua era for like, uh, for like what trophy dogs, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. The, we're, we're the tide is turning though. The yeah, tide it, is starting to turn. It's <laughs> even turning away. 2009. Yeah. People are starting to see, you're starting to see French Bulldogs more. And that's yeah. when, cause I'm assuming so many people, if you're walking, Frank, come up and go, what is he, a, is he a Frenchie? And you're like, no, close. He's a, like I, the amount of times I've said in my life, yeah, they look pretty similar, but he's a Boston Terrier. They usually have like a little smaller body and longer legs. But yeah, they're snub nose boys, <laughs> blah, blah. I've said that sentence like 100,000 times in my life in the last 12 years, easily. Yeah, me that too. That seems an exact, easily. It's, I, <laughs> I would like, say maybe 150 times. <laughs> It's crazy. I also feel like I really respect someone who's like, is that a Boston? I'm like, damn, you, you know your shit. But then I also get, he's tall for a Boston. And that's like uh, every single time someone, is that a Boston? He's tall for a Boston. I'm always talking about how tall Frank is. Uh, well, that's funny you say that because Boston's, and now because I'm such a, I've been with a Boston Terrier, I've been with one, since I've been uh, <laughs> been with one for so long, uh, the LGBT BT focuses on Boston Terrier for me. Let's go, Boston Terrier. That's Terriers. how we're both LGBT. <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, I have such a good eyeball for like the differences in styles of Bostons, and I jokingly describe the Frank style of Bostons as the ATAT walkers or BTBT walkers, like from Star Wars, because yeah, because so, they 
Artie, to me, we call I call him a sausage tube, and those are the ones that the older men who are a little stocky and lumpy, and they kind of have like the Boston waddle before they get super. Because like Bostons are mad athletic as well, like you, so <laughs> muscular. I like Frank's thirty pounds, but he is strong as fuck. It feels uh, like a pitbull's pulling you. Yeah, Artie, Artie can open open doors with his snout. Like you know, I live in a shitty Frank apartment. Does yeah. the same like, fucking ba- thing. Bashes his head. <laughs> yeah, this office door doesn't close all the way. It's like the layers of paint that the landlord has painted or whatever. Yep. It, it can like get stuck shut. Like yeah. I have the same thing. The thing can't, like the clasp doesn't lock, lock yeah, in. Yeah, you have to keep like slamming it if you really want it to yeah. shut. If you want to have sex. <laughs> <is> how we, <laughs> that's what <laughs> Tiff and I always say here. It's like, well, if we're, we got to like shut, shut the door when we're trying to fuck because homie. That's when he wants to be with us even more than ever. He, this dude is a <laughs> fucking scuzzball for nasty smells and spills. Well, he just like Frank will. He wants to be on the bed in the corner away, but he wants to be on the bed. He wouldn't get involved, but he, he's the he handful of t- on his back to be like, <laughs> no, let me stay when you're trying to get him out. <laughs> That's so funny. Our, we always like sneak into the room and then Artie starts like you hear him like bashing his fucking snout <laughs> against the door. I'm like, oh dude, it's not happening. Yeah. He he he's a watcher. He's a voyeur. He does he doesn't like bite or get he just but you'll look over at him and you'll he'll be like, I do the impression of his face. <laughs> 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 oh my God. It's so, like Frank doesn't even want to watch, but he wants to be present. Yeah. He well, just wants to sleep in the corner of the bed under the covers. Does Artie go under the covers? Artie insists he burrows. Uh, it's a nightmare. And uh, he's had like two <laughs> episodes, uh, like seizure-like episodes, I think from suffocating himself more or less, like panting oh un- God, panting yeah. while buried underneath. And then he goes into like, a- and he has a heart murmur. Like he's an old, he's Frank like- has the- a heart murmur too. Yeah. Well, you know what, Carrie? We're stumbling on something. And the, and the reason I DM'd you last week about this was my wife and I have started s- being fed a shit ton of Boston Terrier Instagram videos because of this new, like, you don't see your friends' pictures ever. They just jam in like other people, like suggested posts, I think they're yeah, called. Yeah, so weird. It's like stri- you're like oh, you're, you're like oh my god who I don't know this like Malaysian child who's juggling do I and then it's like <laughs> oh no it's a, a, I you can uh, I found out you can snooze them for thirty days I just did that earlier because I I'm being inundated with Boston Terrier content because <laughs> Tiff and I are texting each, uh, DMing each other Boston Terrier content but the thing we had like a long conversation about this we used to think Artie was like so special and interesting I mean he he's like a, a wonderful little dude but a lot of the stuff we were like he's a quirky interesting dog is like from a lot of Boston Terriers. Now I'm seeing it like, and I'm seeing Tell it also- Tell me the things, because Frank, I feel the same way about Frank. And this, he also does everything that you're saying Artie does. So it's right, like, exactly. That's what, And that's why I was so stoked to be like, well, who do I know that's a Boston Terrier? Well, let's get into it. I'm like, well, also let's record it and yeah. you know, <laughs> sell some athletic greens, promo code mighty. Uh, so- <laughs> I've been uh, thinking about no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, you do a full testimonial. Frank yeah. and I take athletic greens athletic every greens morning. Every morning. <laughs> Frank shoots green diarrhea every <laughs> afternoon. It's a nightmare. Uh I pick up his water, I pick up his poop with a boiling kettle of uh water. Uh so, so one of the things does does Frank like purr? 
Yes. Like yes. it's it not sounds a, like a pigeon. Sounds yeah. like a bird. Like a like there's yeah. Something and it's going not on. a growl. And no. it's but he does he, he does Artie does like a noise like. Hmm. Oh yeah. And like sometimes he seems to be communicating it to with it, or sometimes when you go to pick him up, he's like. <sighs> he sounds like an old like dad like leaning back into a chair you know like sounds Ugh. like he's groaning yeah. yeah but do you like when you're picking him up at that time does he do you know he wants to like not really go where you're going uh oh good question i know he's okay with getting picked up because we have like a little pickup command like elevator and like that means Aww. he knows like the, he knows the, stuff frank doesn't know a command oh god Ar- bless his heart but <laughs> already knows some commands due to uh i got I got him at like zero and I was unemployed for like, you know, I was about to say for the first couple of months of his life, but I should say for many years of my adult life, but <laughs> <laughs> it, happened, it happened to directly coincide with like the first five months of his life that I was just coaching improv at night. So I was just like around Artie all the time. So I, and I'm, you know, a little spectrum me so i'll be like uh okay we have to teach you you have to have the best life you could possibly so i was like a aggressive babysitter more or less and i was like no we did all the homework and so he's learned some commands but elevator is a, a recent one because he uh has a hard time getting on and off the couches as he's gotten a little older and a little lumpier so i we like say elevator so he so he waits and then he knows he's going to get picked down or put up so he stops trying to leap i can't believe you're able to teach him that Frank is really smart, but I'm not very disciplined with training him anything, you know, like with, I, I don't want to be mean to him. So if he's not right. getting it, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Cause he's old. I, I only, now I'm trying, like he's already 11 and a half. It's like, yeah. I know you could teach an old dog new tricks, but I'm like, just let him have his fun. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> you say that. Cause my wife is uh Tiff is the softy. Tiff is the one who would like breastfeed him if she could. And I just, have a holdover maybe it's toxic masculinity but i have like a holdover of like uh sometimes they need to be like they don't hate like bossing around you know like and yeah so my boyfriend li- is like that i think men like to discipline yeah. they want you know what i mean they want obedience and yes. it, it feels like uh at least in my relationship so i don't overgeneralize here uh tiff wants love and i want like obedience or like a partnership. I, I kind of want. Yeah. I, I think that's a similar vibe at our house. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Frank snore? Yes. He snores. And back to the topic quickly of blankets and burrowing under the blankets. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. overheat under the blankets as well, but he'll get himself up. And he kind of like, even if there's no blanket around, if we're out at like a park hang, you know, like during COVID, you're going to the park, you bring your dog. If he walks over to me and pa- starts pawing at my leg, it means he wants to go under a blanket. And I know that. So he actually has a command for me. And so <laughs> I'm a little too will- lazy to train Frank, but he's smart enough to train me. <laughs> yeah, he's really got me in shape. People will be looking at me because I'll be like taking off my sweatshirt to kind of try to get him to go lay under the sweatshirt. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm just like, he told me that he wanted to get under a blanket. Artie Burrows, like uh, we always joke, uh, joke that he wants to climb back into the womb. Like he like, <laughs> like uh, if there's no, he loves to go under a blanket, but if he could bury himself like snout first inside of Tiffany, like he would as well. Like, like 
his oh borrowing his borrowing with me because of my size is oh he's always on my he's always goes by my side so if i'm on the couch alone and tiff's not there he always will like choose tiff over me unless tiffany keeps moving because she's like uh got uh add and ocd so she's like running around like crazy so when uh uh art when it's just me and Artie, if i move my arm like four inches away from my body so if i'm laying and i go like this he like knows he starts like moseying over and he like <laughs> does frank do this like he he seems like he's trying to get as tight in there as possible like oh, Artie, yeah. when he wants to sit next to you will like crash into your side and press as hard as he can with his like uh rib cage and ass <laughs> to be as close as humanly possible as he slides down like in bed at night he just fucking jams into my gut like he just gets oh in there God. and then if my arm is in the way like i didn't open it for him he like gets his uh little snout in there and he fucking moves he tries to He'll open make it the up spot for yeah. him yeah yeah <laughs> frank is like a between the legs kind of guy but he <laughs> definitely he definitely Aren't we like, all these days, brother? <laughs> For, uh, Frank, a guy after my own heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he takes his time and makes like a kind of nest. His ritual isn't like pushing against me, but he'll like scratch the blankets and go in a circle and then like get in the perfect position. And he wants to be in between legs or like if you have a blanket over your legs and he could be in between your legs, like, like hammocked in on the, the hammocks. Oh, they love yeah. that shit. They, uh, they like, cause That's now insane. they're nestled and elevated like already. And I think, I think it's cooler than being in, like temperature wise and being in between my thighs. Yeah. Here, in bed, he sleeps directly in between us and has for like 12 years of his life. It was like a bad habit we let him have. And it's has it truly has affected our marriage. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, but does he like put his head on the pillow? No. Yeah. Uh, so we we have to get him to turn around because in the last <laughs> few years, because now let's talk about another thing these guys, these Boston's have in common. They be blasting ass. They, they yeah. fart. All Art. Boston's, yeah. <laughs> and I learned uh, from like, you know, a dog Animal Planet show or YouTube or some shit. I learned that the snub-nosed dogs fart more because they eat, they swallow so much air when they eat their food. The longer nose guys can like, or, and uh, the longer nose dogs can like scoop them up easily. <laughs> the snout nose guys are like, <laughs> oh, listening to, oh is, is listening God. to Frank eat the gro one of the grossest things you could do? Because Artie, Artie eats. We should do ASMR for the dog he takes, eating. He's, and then he takes it out of the bowl and like drops it on the floor next to the bowl and like picks them up one at a time. He he will lick a hole in a drip of oil on the floor. Like if you drop <laughs> like he'll just sit and lick that one part of the floor. He'll does Frank like. Uh, lotioned legs. Yes, I, I actually never use lotion because if I put it on, he just licks it off. So I started <laughs> to get like Frank is a liquor anyway. Like he Artie is a liquor too. Oh. Wants, yeah. On the subject, how's Frank's breath? Frank's breath is surprisingly good for a dog who's like eleven and a half, and I I've never been one to brush the teeth. Yeah, Artie's breath is fucking awful. Uh, really? And, yeah, and. Every time we take him to the vet, the vet's like, uh, we like, they put him under and the vet's like, we uh, took out two of his teeth as well. We were like, why? And they were like, well, they were coming. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. The Another dog fact I learned, and maybe the vet was wrong, is that all dogs have the same amount of teeth. 
It's just whether or not their jaws are big enough for it doesn't matter. And that's why the Boston's and Frenchies start to go in like all different directions because yeah. they don't have the space like a fucking, you know, like those snouts do. I love Frank's teeth. They're so fucked up. He needs like braces, but it's so cute. When I see a Boston that has the little neat row, I'm like, Frank's really got some character. Uh, we, we, Artie's teeth look like minced garlic because they're just like, <laughs> they're like little yellow and they look like they're like in the chippiest shape. They don't look like anything. And yeah. they're like little tiny and yellow and crooked. And then he's just got like missing teeth. And his- Frank's missing a lot. Four or five. He's like <laughs> yeah. cracked a te- his back teeth on bones. Oh yeah, we had to stop giving Artie uh, bones. And then also- the Nyla bones, because we were like, oh, he's he's a teether. He's going to teeth on this forever. But then we found he was like shredding the credit, cracked his tooth and shredding the quarter of his mouth on like, like the per, Nyla then, bone. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, the Nyla bone was Frank was obsessed with the long Nyla bone. Tiff, and, uh, Tiff too. <laughs> Tiff loves Artie. that one. Artie too. That's so funny. Like the, and he like, cracked his teeth. Yeah. And he had to get, so that maybe we're, anti-nyla bone people now uh, i, I for sure am i for sure i, I guarantee we're Fuck gonna get like nyla bone, dude. yeah i guarantee we're gonna get don't tweets edit at that us. out <laughs> no we're gonna <laughs> get tweets like nyla i can't bone. believe those la hipsters gave their dogs nyla, nyla bones bone. those are dangerous those are made by non-union workers or whatever <laughs> i'm so sorry i don't know I whatever could barely, man <laughs> i could barely afford to have this dog for the first like eight years of my life me either <laughs> i'm lucky that i did become an adult who's like can take care if i didn't have to pay for frank's expenses i would be so i I would have like at least an extra fifty thousand dollars oh for sure if i didn't have to drop like a fucking premium rate for doggy daycare when i when i go out of town when the wife and i go out of town are you out of your mind frank can't go anywhere i gotta pay someone to come spend the night here i i don't want to bring him to the daycare he's old now he wants to be at his house you know yeah uh, to be fair, our our doggy daycare is sleeping at the dog walker's house for an extended period of time. Same and he, kind of thing. Yeah, and he know and he knows he knows that really well. And he's been going there for the last ten years of his life. And so he has like friends at the dog walker's house. Uh, early on, That's I was really like, cute. early on, I uh, this is a, a story that ties dog walkers and UCB. I uh, I invited my dog walker, who's a big Howard Stern fan, to a, a Baba Booey Baba show Booey. That, <laughs> that was happening at UCB. I, Wait, uh, there was a Baba Booey show at UCB? Yeah, they had Baba Booey doing monologues. And then the the U- UCB improvisers, who are also Howard heads and have done the wrap-up show in the past, were invited to perform. So it was like me, Manzoukas, Seth Morris, um, it, it, Paul Shear. It was so fucking rad. And Baba Booey's doing monologues. So I... I get two tickets. So I, Tiffany, of course, who's also a diehard uh, whack packer and I bring my dog and I bring my dog walker. I'm like, dude, I have an awesome opportunity. I know you live by Franklin. You should come do this. He got, he does the show and then we come backstage and Seth Morris turns to Jason Manzoukas and goes, did you see our dog walker in the crowd? That was fucking crazy. Our dog walkers sit in front row. I'm like, sit in front row next to my wife. And they were like, yeah, right next to Tiffany. And I'm like, that's my dog walker too. And he had apparently worked for all three of us over the course of like the last 20 years. And no one else had ever invited him to a UCB show? No, or maybe... Here's no, I'm the thing. Just kidding. He's a little bit. He's a little bit proud to be an, uh, a Hollywood dog walker. So I think he doesn't ever tell anyone who else's dogs he walks, even if he knows we're friends. I think he keeps that shit on the low low. 
Yeah, but, <laughs> but it's like. But I'm saying uh, like Mansukis and Seth Morris, they didn't like inv- even think to invite this guy to a show. Oh that's no, I, that's really. Fu- I, it's really funny to imagine my dog boiling hot tea from what was this 20, <laughs> 2010, yeah. uh, That would be a fucking great moment for my dog walker to find out Manzukis does comedy is by being accidentally not having seen him on any tv shows or movies or engaged with him and being like this dude's hysterical and i wonder just- what his nationality is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you, you have if you have uh, it's probably easier to know his nationality if you meet him rather than watch him play a million different nationalities on tv <laughs> yeah Wait a second. Hold back on. Back to Boston. I just want not even back to Boston's because we also have something else in common, which is I'm very proudly not from Long Island, but I'm from Rockaway Beach. Yeah. Which is literally the cusp of Queens and Long Island. Yep. Close to where you're from. Hell yeah. And I just want to say to me, to me, they're close Rockaways. Close Rockaways. <laughs> uh, and I just want to say. I'm also a Stern head. Listen to Stern on the way to school my whole life. Hell yeah. Everybody same. loves Howard Stern. I think it's a New York thing. Right? Yeah, my my dad my dad worked uh afternoons like three to eleven. So if I wasn't in school, I'd listen Howard played through my dad's s- speaker setup for like the f- first two hours every day. And if you're a fourteen year old person, that shit in gets ingrained in your head because you hear shit that you're not hearing anywhere else, too. I mean, like, oh, yeah. stuff that isn't even funny, but you're just like, I can't believe people say stuff like that. <laughs> it's crazy, too, that it was, like, on the radio. It adds another element of, like, whatever the horny stuff is, like, you're making it hornier because you're having to create a vision in your right. mind of it, you know? Like, we don't really have that anymore. I guess I hope this podcast... Is yeah, people are getting for people. Really people are getting visions. visually stimulated by hearing us talk about our dogs' <laughs> parts. Uh, that's funny. Also, the the oh, the tank, the tank himself, <laughs> the um, the ubiquitous, the ubiquity of radio is also something that I always thought about with Howard. To me, especially like this was pretty serious, but you'd be like, this guy could just you could just turn on like. The weirdest kids had radios. You know what I mean? Like everyone had radios but in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up. So at minimum, you know, you could be like, you could like get this at grandma's house. Like you could put on uh, K-Rock at grandma's house. You could put, you know, like that's crazy to imagine. Yeah. We were opium we were opium Anthony heads and my dad listened to Imus and Mike and the Mad Dog. It was like talk radio Jeez. all fucking day. Yeah. The most what New did your York dad shit. Do? To- he worked at uh, Fox 5 uh, as a gaffer. He's a stagehand. Okay. I was going to guess the iron workers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's obviously a union. Uh, he's yeah. obviously got, got a GED and a union card, as, as, <laughs> he, likes, as he liked to say. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, I don't think Frank would like Howard, though. I think it would be a bit too crass for Frank. Yeah, Artie Artie is a disgusting little bottom feeder, but even he doesn't go for the blue stuff too much. <laughs> He's like a thinker comic, right? Yeah, like, you're like a Dimitri Martin, but funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, what are other weird behaviors of Frank's or Artie's that uh, could be that? The laying in the on the hot concrete. There's a raised. I have a raised camping bed, like you know, like with like it's like mesh, and he could lay, and he's like there's he's not on the floor, so he could be cooler. 
I have pl- a million dog beds, even on my porch. He goes and lays in full sun. On concrete. Scorched on con- earth. Yeah. Dude. Until Artie, he can't take it anymore. He's like going, <laughs> and he still won't. Uh, sometimes I like, have to be like, come on, let's go. You're getting some water. Dude, for real. Sometimes sometimes he doesn't stand back up. I'm like, come on, come on. And he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think this is good for you. And this is a guy who, when he <laughs> if he gets into the bed and no one's in the bed, he doesn't just lay down on the bed. He walks up to the pillows, goes all the way up, climbs up on the pillows, and starts like stamping his feet and like marching in a circle to like yeah, make a nest. Yeah, that's too. And then plopping down in it. So I'm like, little king shit can't lay on a fucking expensive ass bed. He's got a fucking... But if we're outside, he'll lay on like blacktop. That's 110. <laughs> and his little, you know, like Frank's mostly black fur yeah. too. You go to like touch them and they're like hot to the touch. Very and I'm like, hot. <laughs> I'm like, Artie, dude, this cannot be good for you. You're like a little fat dude with like all these lumps on you. And you're like, ah, ah, ah. I'm so stressed on his behalf. Yeah. I might be projecting. Like they might actually enjoy it more than I'm trying to wrap my head around because it's hard not to associate. Panting. It's like lizard shit, though, yeah, what exactly. they're doing. It's yeah. like next level. And because also, like, Frank's nose is not, like, flat, flat to his face. He has a little knot. Like, his nose yeah. comes out, you know. But they say the the you have to worry about them overheating, like, the flatter their nose is. And it's like, well, this guy, he looks like he's torturing himself out on the hot ground. So sometimes yeah. you do have to intervene. And I'll say we're both probably projecting, but also we just care because they are so childlike. Yeah, that- I do think like he he does hurt himself playing too hard and then won't stop. And he's like limping and he's like forgets and like leaps off the couch. And I'm like, no, 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 no. He's got like arthritis and all kinds of shit going on. You know what I mean? Like one I of his- was taking the dog to acupuncture because I thought he had arthritis. Oh shit! Because Artie has Artie has one back leg that pretty much always shakes when he stands still, and then if he's like been doing a lot of activity, both of his back legs like shake and shit. Yeah, yeah, he has some back the back leg things, but you know, I think I was kind of pushing him because now at eleven, I think the hikes that we can do and the walks that we can do are different than what we used to do. Yeah, Artie is going to be thirteen in like a month, or he's almost thirteen, and he used to be like. Like you used to have to like make him tired. And now like he used to get three walks a day and then a little nighttime peeps. Now he gets like two actual walks a day and like multiple uh, quick peeps because he gets makes some mistakes these days. He, uh, yeah, yeah he, well, he's nugging the bed every once in a while, which is not ideal. Dude, every now and then I'll get a nug in the bed and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, the other uh, this is it looks like a Rolo yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like this is a piece of shit and now I have to yeah. clean everything and it's because they have like short fur and I don't know what Frank's tail situation is like the, bu- the butthole is huge it's the like- butthole is huge and wild it's like on display it's like yeah. LED red like it's got like I'm like always like art that's why we had to start we had to keep flipping him around and it's actually really funny because his breath is so bad too so when he's sleeping in between us it's literally like do ass or fucking mouth it doesn't matter this dude stinks oh my god <laughs> you're really gonna make people want to get Boston Terriers oh man I've <laughs> I feel like any dog that's making it to 12, 13 is, you know, getting a little gassy. Like, that's like when they're yeah, like, what are you going to do? 
No, yeah. but Boston Terriers are so crazy until, I don't know, until the very end. Like, they act crazy. They roll around in dirt. They Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they love fucking, uh, Artie loves rabbit shit. If he, like, stumbles <laughs> upon it, he, like, rolls around in it, gets it all over his body. Um, is Frank a puller on walks? Uh, Artie, Artie, at his age, absolutely dictates where we walk now like refuses to like do anything i say and like if he wants to go back we're going back if he wants to go out no matter how much of a rush i'm in he we're going dude my life is like just between i think i'm living my life between frank putting the brakes on which is what i call it oh yeah puts the pause out it's like a yoga pose where they're like pushing off the ground so that they you can't pull them where you want them to go. I'm going to back up and demonstrate for you, Carrie. It's like this. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's like, like you're make not eye contact it. with those big ass eyes and are like, come on, mom. I want to go the other way. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going that way. And I have like a kind of creepy neighbor who nothing too serious, but like at night. I don't want to walk by this guy's house. So I just want to walk the other way just because yeah. I just don't want to. Nothing's going to happen, but I just, you know, I have, and- I have like 10. Na- I'm, I understand. <laughs> I'm a giant man. So I, I'm not even worried about shit like that, but I have like 10 to 15 neighbors that I try to avoid because either Artie and the dog don't get along or yeah. the dogs do get along, but I don't want to listen to the fucking, I don't want to stand next to some asshole who's just like vaping and being like, my dog, and me, you know, I'm like, okay, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like if, if you, I live, I live in like a walkable part of town. If you're like, if you're out, you could get like, and you're like my Tiffany has like talk to me face. We'll be out. And I'll be like, babe, this walk took like 40 minutes because we had to have six conversations about speed bumps, new construction, dog <laughs> piss. Like everybody's it's like I that that's the worst part about. I mean, I think it's the best part about having a dog is that I before I had a dog, there would be full days that I didn't leave my apartment. You know, it'd be yeah, like, oh, same. shit, I ordered food and I never left. And then with a dog, it's like you just can't have that. And you like forces you to kind of be social in a way where at least forces you into public. I'm sure I'm yeah. sure some people listening have yards and are adults or don't live in two of the most expensive cities in the world. But uh, if you don't have a yard, you got to walk the dog. And I mean, if you yeah. have a yard, you should still be walking. You still the dog. need to walk the dog. <laughs> they need exercise. Yeah. Uh, but like, I lived on a fourth floor walk walk up in Brooklyn uh, in my second apartment with Arthur, and I had to like, like, it was a nightmare. It'd be like putting on all your winter oh gear to walk them down to go to the bathroom, going all the way back up, taking it all off to shower and get ready for work, and then putting all your winter shit back on and leaving Arthur behind and then coming home, coming home. That was always the hardest part is the after the evening one, when you come home from work and you go up the four flights and he's so excited to see you. And you just like, I can't even like undress and sit down because I have to take him out and I don't want to relax. So you got to go now. And then you're like, then you come back like a second time. You're like, all right, it's seven 50. Now we can start looking for dinner. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Frank, and I were lucky that we only lived in New York together for like one year. So mostly LA. So I, the winter walks are like the most brutal fucking thing. Like Ugh. at least it's not brick cold where I'm going to be crying involuntarily from the wind hitting me trying to walk my dog. Also, he like won't go to the bathroom if he, if, if it's like freezing cold or it's raining 
He's very oh, reluctant. If, it's, if it's raining, we like we have to like drag. Tiffany has to like we have to like carry him out, place him, put an umbrella yes. over him, and we're like, just go make <laughs> poopies, make poopies, please. And he's just oh like, oh my god, I hate it. Yeah, Frank got really <laughs> sick, and now I do a lot of extra stuff for him, like home cook his food. Oh shit! Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Ago. Yeah, I, no, I think I remember. You, yeah, we he's like about living it. large now, but we he got. He has something called inflammatory bowel disease. That is all. not. I know. Another thing I have in common with Frank. <laughs> <laughs> We're between the legs, guys, and we've got bowel issues. <laughs> uh, he like, it's like a whole fucking thing. And then I become, so I am the talker to the neighbors also. And Joey <laughs> gets annoyed because, yeah, it's like every time we're out, it takes forever. And I always say to Tiff, she's like, relax. I'm like, I don't even get, I don't even get to talk to my friends this much. <laughs> yeah. I become, I forge whole, like Frank has had multiple places that we've lived where I've become like really good friends with the neighbor because Frank and the dog are best friends. Like right now, right. Frank's best friend is Boris. He's a black pug. Oh, hell and yeah. I, I love chatting with the owners and their kids and I'll just chat it up over there for like an hour. Yeah. I have a few neighbors I do like. I've just been in the same place now for uh, 10 years. So I know like... It, I know too many people like there's the super talkative German shepherd guy that you can't like, if you see him, you got to cross the street because he, uh, he also gets like, you know, like not aggressive, but like a little too intense. And he'll be like, that's the thing with these dogs. They'll die if you don't do blank blank. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about my dog's death right now. Yeah. My, Here, Frank is a little weird on the leash. So look at how weird. Oh, he, is right now. he wants, to, he wants to leave, but that's the pull part of the door. So he can't <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Exactly. Frank can't get out. Oh my God, he's so cute. He has a big long nose. His yeah. nose is longer than Frank. Yeah, he had he has a bit of a snout as well. Uh, Artie's yeah. got a little bit like they usually are. They can be a little stubbier, and I know Frank has one of the longer ones. Yo, How brother. Uh, but Frank, say something. Frank has a more uh, the boxery jowls though, the more traditional Boston jowls, in a, like in a good way. Like he looks, but. Yeah. Uh, he did, he gets leaves and stuff stuck to his jowls. Does Artie like? Oh wow. hell yeah, yeah. He'll like chew a stick and then like a bunch of the bark will just be stuck in his jowls like an hour later at home. Or like sometimes he'll like eat food off the floor or like steal you know snag something we didn't know was spilled or whatever. And then like later on that night you'll see in his jowls like the pink tufts <laughs> of the carpet and shit. And you're like, dude, you oh little fucking God. nasty man. Look at that cutie. So cute. But yeah, so so like he got sick. So not only do I have a community of just like people in the real world, but I became like a member of these Facebook groups for dogs who have inflammatory bowel disease. So I could like see what I had to do. I had to like find like Frank has a nutritionist and a it's psychotic, an internal medicine vet. But Jesus, he may have potentially cost more than Arthur in the long run. <laughs> so much. Yeah. But we figured it out and he has to take some medicine every day. And like I home cook for him and he's completely fine. Like, but he can have a flare up, but he's oh, a little awesome. prince. So we have so to what... like, get blood work done and he has to take, he takes fucking Prilosec. He he's, takes your, Prilosec. he's your prince. That's so fucking cute. What a... <laughs> he takes Prilosec. Got... Over the counter Prilosec. How many, how many... In, in dogs and humans, how many dudes named Frank 
take Prilosec every day. Probably a ton. <laughs> like Frank is a name of indigestion. Like, yeah, oh that's yeah, true. that's Frank, the truck driver. Also uh, think about Frank O'Neill. That's like a grizzled detective. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Frank O'Neill is awesome. Artie Gabris, not so, not so. That's Arthur Gabris. He sounds like a member of Stern's crew. Yeah. <laughs> Party Artie. What's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience, huh? Is it the hundred of dollars that it costs to set up your stuff? Or are you busy on the go type with only a few minutes to spare? Uh, well, no matter which one you are, you can level up your game with Backbone, the universal gaming essential that lets you instantly play hundreds of console games on your iPhone. No console required. Here's how it works. Backbone is the newest game-changing essential. Uh, it plugs into the side uh, of your iPhone, and you enjoy console quality controls with responsive buttons and triggers, clickable analog sticks. It's like Xbox, PlayStation, any one of those. You know, you can explore thousands of worlds from Spider-Man to Madden to Grand Theft Auto. Backbone literally has so many games to choose from. If you, if you don't own a console, no problem. You can stream hundreds of games like FIFA, Halo, Minecraft, and more through cloud gaming services like Xbox Game Pass, NVIDIA GeForce Now, and Google Stadia. And even if you already have a PlayStation, Xbox, or PC, play games you own with Remote Play or the Stream Link app. Experience for yourself what TechCrunch calls the closest we've ever seen to a portable Xbox. Go to playbackbone.com mighty now to order your backbone until June 30th and get free access to over 350 console games and perks, including one month free of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, one month free of Apple Arcade, two months free of Google Stadia Pro, and three months free of Discord Nitro. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash mighty, P-L-A-Y-B-A-C-K-B-O-N-E dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Mighty. As you know, I'm a big fan of adaptogenic mushrooms and uh, that for brain health. And I'm actively trying to seek out, you know, I'm worried about cognitive issues as I get older since my dad had them um, and it's harder and harder to focus. So I uh, got into first person. So now I can take a more active role in my brain's overall health. So here's how it works. After witnessing the deteriorating effects of Alzheimer's had on their father and grandfather's cognitive health, brothers, Chris and Joe, the inventors, were determined to take their brain health into their own hands. So 25 years of research and experimentation later, they created First Person, an innovative, precision-targeted cognitive supplement system, which uses the brain-boosting medicinal benefits of mushrooms to activate the full potential of human cognition and brain health. First Person supplements made with functional mushrooms aim to stimulate the body's production of specific neurotransmitters that trigger activities like energy, mood, and sleep. 100% grain-free organic mushrooms. First person is what uh, curates a blend of nutraceuticals sourced from the best in-class vendors. I'm very excited to, uh, I just got my trial. I'm going to be taking uh, the Moonlight supplement, which is the, because I have a little bit of trouble falling asleep. It helps me get that restorative sleep that I need, that brainwash. And hopefully I'll be able to wake up clear-minded and well-rested. Start improving your brain health and cognition with First Person. Get 15% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code MIGHTY. That's G-E-T-F-I-R-S-T-P-E-R-S-O-N.com, MIGHTY. 
Code Mighty for 15% off your first order. Getfirstperson.com. Code Mighty. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I noticed Frank has a little harness on. You can't put a collar. You can't put a leash on a collar for these guys because they fight too much. Artie slips out a lot. No matter how tight you put the collar, he can like pull his head back out. I had an issue. I had a like Ikea futon in an old apartment and Frank had a collar when he was like younger, like two. And I still walked him with a harness, but he had a collar and like he got it stuck on like a notch of a piece of furniture when I got home and I like saved him from. Oh my God. I think he would have stopped before he passed out, but he was like stuck and pulling the collar. Going nuts. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, no more collar for this dog. <laughs> right, I'm a, right. We're off the collar. He's, they're, they're too crazy. And they're <laughs> like, whatever system from their nose down their throat, it's too precarious. Uh, I remember what I wanted to ask you. What are you making for Frank? What's, what's his diet? What's his nutrition regimen? Okay. Right now, it is straight up pasta <laughs> with tilapia and pumpkin. Fish, pumpkin, and pasta. Yeah, what? That's it. A should fu- be quinoa, but he he turns his nose up at the quinoa. So then I switch it to pasta. Yeah, he's. I love this dude so much. I don't even eat fish, and I'm cooking like six tilapia fillets every four days. <laughs> <laughs> Your house reeks of fish. Your neighbors are all like, oh, man, Carrie cooking fish again. You're such a seafood head. You're like, don't eat it. It's all Frank. Imagine me at Trader Joe's with like 20 (laughs) frozen tilapia. They're like, wow, you really like fish. I'm like, my dog eats it. And they're like, like, worse thinking I'm eating it or knowing that I'm cooking it for the dog. I I highly doubt at the uh, L.A. Trader Joe's, you're the only person purchasing (laughs) food to cook for their dog. Yeah. I mean, some dogs, they feed like raw meat too. The do- do- owning a dog has become kind of crazy. I think in the in the span that I've had Frank, do you feel this way about Artie? Like owning a dog has become something different. Dude, I feel like when I first got a dog in the mid two thousands, it was still like the time of like, yeah, you fucking leave it alone. You can leave it in the car. It's a fucking dog. Just leave it in the yard. You know, like, and now it's like I like strollers and fucking like people are like, I took my dog to a behavioral specialist, and it's like, yeah, what the? F-? And I, I I don't disagree with any of that because like. I have the means now, so if something was happening, I'll do everything in my power to help Arthur. He, I am a childless 40-year-old uh, with some money these days, so I'm a monster. All and- right, all right. <laughs> Calm down. Now I'm no, just I'm bragging. Just <laughs> I got, <laughs> hey, some, I got uh, some money. <laughs> I got some podcast. I got some Patreon dollars rolling in. Could treat Artie to a piece of salmon sashimi anytime we order sushi for ourselves. Ooh. That's his, fa- that's his favorite that? food is raw salmon. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. It, so cute. The greasier the fucking meat, the better, he, the more, that's like what he's after. He's he, a grease ball. Does Frank, Frank eat carrots? So many dogs we know eat carrots. Artie w- will refuse. Frank used to eat carrots, but now he like takes a bite and spits it on the floor. But Frank will eat because he doesn't eat like dog food. All of his treats. Frank eats bananas and apples and berries and watermelon. Really? <laughs> yeah, a lot of his his he eats a lot of fruit and the sound of it is so funny. Listening to him try to chew a little like I take a bite of an apple and I give it to him. It's like t- 
two full minutes of trying to chew because he's <laughs> missing like his molars. It's like, yeah, that's the way Artie is too. Uh, when he was, uh, he he's like. Like give him a little bit of peanut butter and watch him just go fucking yeah. like take some. It's so cute though. I love it. Sounds it. so cute. Also, we have a joke in our house is like, how can you tell when Frank's drinking or or like you know what Dude, I mean? Do you think we, Frank's drinking right now? It's so loud. <laughs> Holy shit! There we go. There's a second. Uh, we are. Th- <laughs> the thing we like to do is just pause the TV when we hear him tr- and just be like, and just sit in the sound in like our small apartment, but he is like three rooms away and it's literally like, and he has like his little tag on his collar because he doesn't have a long nose. The it little tag on his collar bowl. hits the bowl too. So it's like, cling, cling, cling. I think cling, Frank's cling. might hit too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and that. And if you watch it, it's the most inefficient way to drink water. They yeah, just like he's not getting a lot. <laughs> no, he like throws it up in the air and just like <laughs> get some of it lands near his face. He, he comes over afterwards and oh, does Frank do this? Does Frank wipe his face off after he eats on like yes, the carpet on the or couch. the couch? Yeah! This mother effer. So now we've gotten into the habit. I just got. I just had a new person come and stay with him, and I was writing up like instructions. And it pained me to write and wipe his face with a little paper towel towel when he's done eating (laughs) because otherwise he's going to wipe his nasty jowls on the couch and stain the couch. So now I just wipe his face for him after. Artie does the exact same. The exact same. Uh, We've we've weaned him off the couch, but now he comes out. Let him on the couch. No, no. He's completely on the couch. We weaned him off wiping his face on the couch. Yeah. But he still goes for like the corner of the rug that we can't see from when we're sitting on the couch. <laughs> and you can hear it. He's like rubs his face so hard. And then we stopped, kept stopping him in the living room. And now after he finishes his meal, sometimes he just like trots right past us to like the office or the bedroom. I'm like, okay, <laughs> asshole. Now yeah, I know, you know what you're doing. Just going further and further away to keep the same awful behavior. They're so <laughs> stubborn. Frank has allergies and he like wants to scratch. I think his like his folds does, does Artie's folds get, do Artie's folds get kind of nasty and gunky sometimes. No, uh, like oh, a little lucky. bit. The big thing for Artie is his ears. We like need to constantly like put our knuckles in his ears and like uh he is his ears constantly itch or bother him. We're constantly Oh. Like, Does he scratch them until they bleed and stuff? Uh no, but he used to scratch him scratch his own face until the like crusty scab on his jowls would like pop off. Yeah. So now you're telling me Frank scratches his little eyeball folds in there? I think he's just scratching his face. So then the folds, I think he has allergies. He also had, so Frank, I mean, he's in the all-time Hall of Fame, probably for money spent at the vets we go to. Yeah, like I was about to say, if you have the same vet, they're like, they love Frank because like every like the vet's like, I got a Miata with that fucking guy. Yeah, it's a payday. <laughs> Cha-ching as soon yeah. as he walks in. He's had two That's so eye surgeries. Up. I'm I'm sorry. Before you get into that, it's so fucked up because these vets they know, they know they're like, look, it might be his time, but for forty eight hundred dollars, we might be able to extend his life by a few months. And you're like, you got it. It's like, no, no, that's yeah. so fucked up to make us make that decision. Like, I'm gonna be like, all right, nope, cook him. Like, no. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, like 
how expensive it is. And then for that, they don't make a payment plan. It's always like, yep, you got to pay it right now. I, or I know like the- <laughs> take out a care credit or something. So I'm like, are you serious? Like, I didn't get, I had health insurance or pet insurance for Frank when he was a puppy, but then I canceled it because it like didn't cover getting him fixed or all this other stuff I was paying for. And I was 21. So I was like, fuck this. And now I just have to pay out of pocket every time he needs anything. It's crazy. Oh, it's a, it, what do you think I, I'm going to say? No, take him home and let him suffer. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I do, we do our own payment plans here in that we charge it and hope we can pay it off within a month. Oh, and, same. I'm still paying off some stuff with Frank. Oh, bro, he had sure. some, he had something early on when we were in our twenties and we we're fucking epically broke. Where it was just like, well, we're charging like triple our rent to to, to like keep our di- and like just like I probably. That is probably a chunk. I, I paid off all my credit card debt when I was like 36. Uh, so I guarantee at 36, some of it was Artie's fucking vet bills just still yeah. lingering. It's crazy. Dude, Frank ate 11 tampons once. 11 of a roommate's used tampons. And I had never, I never, I, I just always flush my tampons. I'm sorry. It's like a part of the story. So I, it, he yeah. had never had an opportunity to go after them. And he ate, and my roommate was not sure how many, and he was like, probably it was only like one or something. I don't know. It was 11. He had to have like an emergency surgery, staples in his stomach, 11 tampons, bounced back immediately, and was the same psychotic. Like, he probably would go eat 11 more tampons. We're, uh, we've stumbled upon another thing. Okay. Because when you said he ate 11 tampons, <laughs> my first question was going to be, Used or unused? Used. Used, of course. Because, I mean, I, most dogs are like this. That's why they chew your glasses cause it's, and your shoes because it smells like your feet and your face oil. But Artie, without getting into too much detail, he likes to steal paper towels or baby wipes out of the garbage can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, did you? And then, like, you'll come home from, like, uh, you, you go out to dinner, you come home. And there's like shredded tissues or toilet paper or paper towel. And your heart drops and you're like, what happened? What or, happened to What did then, he eat? Yeah. What's, what's going on And then on it's here? always like, forgive the term. It's always a cum rag. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you just, and like, and he's like, like, comes home. And then like the next day he's like shitting and there's like visible white paper towels like in his shit, like completely undigested. I'm like, <laughs> you're a fucking big dude he is a sleaze for that kind of shit any any like sex smells or like anything nasty he's like he he wants to like put his whole fucking face i just hurt my nose doing that (laughs) (laughs) it was a good act out i i appreciated it the one person who can yeah the only person who'll ever see it (laughs) (laughs) this conversation that we're having now is making me realize how much I've altered my life because we just got rid of the bathroom garbage can and now everything goes into the closed kitchen garbage can. Dude, I have a garbage can in my office that I, when I have garbage, like food or whatever, cum rags, I walk them (laughs) to the kitchen and throw them. I'm like, like, I have a garbage can. The reason you put one in your room is for convenience, not because you like garbage. And I still don't use it because the amount of, the amount, that's a very fun or upsetting topic, depending on how much I've changed my life for the dog, which is great. And like, that's a good thing, right? Like that means you are capable of like allowing something else into your life. But at the yeah. same time, 
at the same time, he really steers the cut. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm just like, I, I know how this must seem to other people, but I have a special relationship with Frank. So all of these little things I do, like, yeah, I'm cooking for him and I'm doing, you know, like no garbage can, all these little things are worth it to me. And I don't care. I look, I know how it looks, but yeah, I'm well, I'm well aware. I'm well aware that like, I, I'm on I'm Mars. The, yeah. I get it. <laughs> oh, when I, when I go, I go home to visit and I'm like uh, the 40 year old uncle with no kids who has a dog that he like brings to grandma's house for, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ. And it's like, I know, I know what this looks like, but this is who we are. I love this fucking guy. Yeah. Also uh, they love Frank too. But when my sister had kid, when they, when she and her kids got their own dog, now it's like, who could care about Frank when we go? Who oh, should care about Frank? My a Tiff will always make a big stink every once in a while because both of our our younger siblings all have kids now, mm-hmm. and we're all, Tiffany's always like Arthur was the first grandchild. Remember that? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like you're talking about our nephews and nieces that are, yeah. we're putting already at, and I agree. Our, yeah, and he's a little man. They're little. He, they really. It's in the eyes and the personality, like the stubborn or whatever. The it, they feel like they have so much personality. They uh, they call them the little gentlemen because they're always wearing a tuxedo as well. That's like a nickname <laughs> of theirs, and uh, it is. They're they always feel like refined little dudes. And uh, along the along the lines of uh, what we're talking about here, Frank Arthur. I always find the uh, the D- Boston's have just like people names, both and and like the, the female Boston's you meet are like this is Penelope, this is Barbara, yeah. you know, like <laughs> you're like oh that's awesome, and they always have names like that. You're like oh this is br-. there is uh, a Bronson in my name, na- a Bronson Boston Terrier in my neighborhood, and there's another one named. Do you Soda. live in Los Feliz? I live in West Hollywood. Okay, uh, yeah. Bronson. I feel like I know Bronson. Oh, he, then maybe they moved. Um, no, I don't even live there anymore. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we're not here to talk about that. Yeah, well, Bronson. this, this is uh, opening up something. I saw, like, I was uh, on the road. I was in uh, Boston. Stepped out of my hotel. A woman had two Boston Terriers, and ah! I, and I had I. I understand what it's like when I go what it's like when I go up and talk to a strange woman on the street. I but <laughs> when they have Boston Terriers, I have no choice but, but to, to be like them. Yeah, I'd be like, Hi, I also have a Boston Terrier. Uh, these are so cute. What are their names? And I like wanna play with every Boston I see. And I feel like I'm allowed to. I feel like weirdly entitled as part of this club. But it backfired one time, big time. I was at the Grove and I was walking with Tiffany and this lady. Uh, this woman was sitting down with two Bostons and the Bostons were on the ground kind of like playing with it. She was like holding her kid and Tiff was like, I'm like, Tiffany, look, look how cute. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's two of them. There's two of them. And I'm like, and I'm like bugging out. I'm like, let's go say it. And Tiffany's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, well, come on, let's go. And she's like, no, come on. And we walk away and she's like, babe, that woman was breastfeeding. (laughs) (laughs) She happened to have two Bostons. And then the crazy part was she was breastfeeding twins or at or two kids i am assuming they were twins i don't think they were well my cousin you know my kid my nephew's kid or whatever but 
And I'm going, look, there's two. I'm like shouting, look, oh, there's two. And God. I'm like, after the fact, Tiffany and I were like laughing. I'm like, we terrified a poor woman <laughs> who's got to be overwhelmed with two Bostons and two babies. That's like, that is like, I can't even imagine a second Boston. And That's I, insane. Yeah. I, no <laughs> fucking way. She, I, I don't know, something about puppies and puppies. Yes, but, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, f- three sets of puppies there. Three sets of puppies, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do feel like I, I have to say hi to every Boston. And when I'm with Frank and I see somebody with a Boston, I will straight up turn into like, it's like a horror movie where someone snaps. Like I sp- the way I speed up, because I'm like, we got to catch up to that Boston so that oh, that's, you guys see, can Ar- say hi. Already kind of I feel like they with- know. Oh, Arthur doesn't like them. Arthur kind of beefs with other snub-nosed dogs. Uh, I know Boris the pug is like that. I know a dog like that. Yeah, and it, and it's always like Artie needs like twelve times. Like if if he doesn't, he he sometimes likes dogs right away, but mostly he just needs like he needs like three times of hanging out with them so that he knows. Okay, either I can dominate this dog, or it's okay that this dog dominates me. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Artie is a Artie is a head fucker. He likes to hump the heads of dogs and uh, dogs who like that will lay like uh, t- my brother in law's ha- has this giant fucking Rottweiler pit bull mix. Uh, beautiful dog named uh, Axel and Axel will lay or Porter. Ooh. It has two names, but uh, mm-hmm. Porter will lay on the ground and uh, like put his head near Arthur and Arthur would walk over put his paws like right on his head and just start humping his head. <laughs> our dog, our dog walker sends pictures of like this, like golden retriever being like tag deemed by like one dog on his back and already on the dog's face. And oh like, my God. I'm like, what a sicko. <laughs> and the face that they make. So Frank doesn't fa- hump the face, but when he's playing, it's just like a, a duet of, who's mounting who it's yeah, like yeah. him and he's another versatile. dog humping <laughs> yeah. yeah he's a verse top. he's a verse top but he gets really like human like when he's about to hump he'll, he'll start licking the ear of like it's usually men he'll hump but if he's like getting too excited he'll start trying to like nibble your ear and oh. then he'll start humping you and it's so gross and weird Artie Ar- 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 will start to like put his paws outside of your arm or leg and you'll know that he's get he's getting geared up and his ears kind of go back and his eyes get really crazy yeah <sighs> we call yeah. it we call it joker face it happens when he's like uh w- and yes. we sing we sing the lady gaga song poker face to the tune of joker face because he's goes like <sighs> and it's like when he's out of Frank breath too. worked up or humping him humping. Like, <laughs> and you ever just like sitting there looking at him and he has like his cute normal face on and you're like, oh man. And then for some reason he just turns like, <laughs> like immediately flips to the, f- and cause they're so wall-eyed too. Like those big, they're like, Artie goes kind of like googly eyed Joker. Like, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck. One time I was on, uh, I'm jumping all over the place here, but one time I was on mushrooms in Palm Springs and I was lying down. And Artie came and walked over me and looked down at me. So I was looking at his face upside down, but I was upside down. I'm used to seeing him because he likes to go on his back and get his belly rubbed. And yeah. And does Frank look, if you look at Arthur or Frank, or I think probably most Boston Terriers faces upside down, 
They don't look at all like themselves because the jowls kind of like flip open and you realize yeah. how yeah, and you realize how small their bottom jaw is compared to like the rest of their head. Where where I, <laughs> we joke we we go where Artie has his racquetball brain. We we oh. assume Artie's brain is the size of a racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a walnut. Yeah, it's probably even smaller. Yeah, because their skulls are thick because they're fucking bashing it all day But they long. are really smart. They know exactly how to get what they want. Yeah. And Artie is like, when he was a puppy, he was like that smart, like gifted puppy smart where you're like, oh, look what he can do. He, can, he understands this. He knows this. Now he's like old man smart who's like, he doesn't do anything he doesn't want to do. And he can like, you can't really fool him anymore and shit. Like he just doesn't even have the pay. He's just like, dad throw the ball or don't i know what you're up to you know like and like whoa whoa okay man yeah <laughs> he's we always say like oh i'm throwing i'm throwing shit against the wall here but uh Artie's lost some hearing we think i uh, i assumed because we can like shout at him when he's sleeping and he'll sleep through it but he also has become like in his old age such a deeper sleeper deeper sleeper i now i know i'm stoned i'm like deeper sleeper if we come in write that down (laughs) yeah oh fuck (laughs) shit if we come in and he like into the door and he hasn't heard us like he could be like asleep on the couch or in the back room but then when he sees that he missed us entering or like missed an intruder or whatever he like works himself up and barking and like and it's like it really feels like if you've like walk in on someone (laughs) who's asleep at the job and he's like because he's like, no, oh, I'm oh, here. oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, okay, yeah, let's clean this up. Okay, yeah, I was just going over here to do it. Like, oh it's so God. funny. And it's like coming home to your like teenage son who's like, oh, I didn't pass out stoned. Uh, I made dinner. I did everything you asked me to do. I didn't eat all the cum rags out of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank, I feel like he's, his hearing only a couple times recently has he like not heard us come in, but our house is like a shoebox. <laughs> but he used to be like, he knows when the car pulls up and he's at the window waiting. So the few times I come home and he kind of didn't wake up for it, he has an opposite, um, an opposite tactic to Arthur in that he just pretends that that was his mood. Like he oh, won't yeah, he was come like, give you a big hello now. Yeah. Like he's usually like chomping at the bit to see you. Right. But if you catch him slipping, he's like, what? No, this is I what meant, I meant to do. Yeah. yeah. I meant not to <laughs> yeah. See, they're you, fucking, you expect this every day, you know, they're fucking smart, dude. This is, I mean, they're they're They use their hearing more than a lot of other, uh, more than we do, but Artie, I street park. So it doesn't matter. But, Tiff parks in our uh, driveway and we have an apartment building. So there's like, you know, 11 to 16 cars that come in and out of that driveway every day. Artie knows the sound of my wife's engine. He doesn't go. He does not perk up the same for any other car as he does for the Volvo. Yeah. When, when, Tiff, when Tiff pulls in, he's like, and I'm like, Artie, yeah, that is mom. Good work, dude. Like, hell yeah. And then like three other cars will drive by, no reaction. And then you hear person yeah oh. so frank too it, it's really cute they're very loving and very attached to oh. the one person sounds like tiff yeah they <laughs> are they are and that's what i was oh i meant to ask you that we don't know if it's us or the boston you know like but most of our dog owner friends are like you know our age and our freaks about their dogs too. So they're like, yeah, I don't know if the dog never leaves my side. Cause I never leave its side, you know? And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Fair is, was Frank like a needy little booger from the jump off? Or is that something that's developed? Cause Artie has always been like, 
up Tiffany's ass. Like she works from home now. He like follows her around the house all day. Like just yeah. like Oh wait, sorry. Does Artie do you have like a bathroom rug? And if you're taking a shower, does Artie scratch it up and try to like circle it and nest it? Frank will like the rugs are moved on top of each other. It's like a bed. That's really fun. Oh, but he he loves to go into the bathroom when Tiffany's in there. If she's on the toilet, she wants he wants to sit at her feet. If she's in the shower, he wants to lay on that bath mat and wait for her. Yeah, that's yeah. so fucking funny. I mean, I'm sure a lot of dogs do that because that's just like needy dog behavior. But it's funny how how quick that happened. And I think defi- they are needier, but it's yeah. definitely I'm feeding all the way into it. But even oh, Joey. Was- Joey is a sort of outside perspective um, because he never had a dog. He didn't even grow up with a dog. Oh, shit. And so Frank is his first dog, like, living with. And so it kind of started out with him kind of wanting to be, like, a disciplinarian or, like, yeah, let's not, like, bend to his every whim. He's a dog. And now it's, like, he's completely, like, Joey is enraptured with him. Every morning there's a ritual of grabbing frank and bringing him up because he won't want to kind of lay with us up by the pillows unless he's really tired otherwise he wants to be between our legs yeah so in the morning we like bring him up on the pillow and he'll sleep more and we treat him like a little baby so i do think that he that these dogs specifically kind of like are i'm giving them way more smart credit than maybe they deserve but i feel like uh, they same. manipulate you into loving them yeah they know what the, with their I, eyes and with I their truly personality believe, yeah well they have like resting sad face yeah you know they're just kind of like when they're hanging out they're like and you're like hey man is everything okay and you're like that's how my mouth hangs <laughs> you know you're like oh sorry yeah 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 oh my god so people I think with Boston's more than any other dog, people come up and say like, can I say your dog? Is that a Boston or whatever? But has anyone ever done anything like out outrageous or like to try to head your dog? Like, I guess I don't have another example, but one time a car followed me like two blocks and I was like, I kind of started to notice it and I was looking back and then they pulled up to me rolled the window down. It was like a 55 year old woman. And she was like, your dog is so cute. And I was like in the best mood. Uh, I was like, people are stopping in the street. But I was kind of like, that was a little crazy. Is that considered a dog call instead of a cat call? <laughs> <laughs> I got dog called. You got dog called. The by dream. a Diane Keaton type. Oh, that's actually something I've got. Uh, that's in my search history. <laughs> dog called by a Diane Keaton type. Um, the I I find and again I don't I feel like I walk with people with other dogs and there's something about the size of Boston Terriers that people want to like can can she say hello or and I'm I'm always like he's really friendly but he doesn't know he doesn't know any children so he doesn't know how to act so he might try to jump up and kiss you be ready yeah. like and I got like a whole spiel for that because I'm like so afraid Artie's gonna like make a kid afraid they of lunge. dogs yeah. yeah they lunge they're not like mean-spirited but it's like how they play yeah even how they play with other dogs i'm always like he's an asshole but he, he is playing right now don't hate him <laughs> here's a big sad question oh shit maybe not sad but do you see yourself as like you know like rose mcgowan famously has a million Boston Terriers. Like, do you see yourself as like a one breed kind of guy from here on out? Do you think you're going to get another Boston somewhere down the line in your life? I'm or posi- will you switch it up? 
I'm positive we will, but I do think uh, if uh, when when it's time to look for other dogs, if we have a house with more space, we might also want a bigger dog too. Because we both grew up, me and Tiff both grew up with like big, massive mutts in our house, and we but we we also love the way a big dog and a little dog look as like yeah, a crew. big and little is the best. Yeah, like I mean, we joke. And Frank loves big dogs. Artie yeah, probably does too, right? Ar- like, Artie loves big dogs. If he if thinks they, he's a big dog, he won't go to the small dog dog park. No, we have this dog, our, our a neighbor. This like I've never even seen this kind of dog before. It's called an Italian Spumoni. It is like a curly haired pony. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, the thing comes up to my waist. It, oh I, I my carry. I, if I remember correctly, you're not that tall. It could be like shoulder, like shoulder height on you. This thing is a fucking. This is an ATAT walker with a fucking. Whoa. It's beautiful, and and Artie and him are best buds. They like love hanging out with each other and they look so funny next to each other because this is like a giant, beautiful, blonde, curly haired dog. And then I have like an abscess covered, like yeah, wow. like a little Gamorian guard growling and shit. It's like it's a funny, <laughs> it's a funny pairing. And like they kind of almost are like running under the big dog sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, like to bite, the, you know, like mess with their face. Yeah. It's really oh, funny. My mom's my mom's dog uh is a big dog, a big like a big mutt. And Artie and him used to go after each other. My mom would call them the bad boys of Belmora back because they would always just like <laughs> play super hard. And Artie used to play. And then as soon as Jackson got the upper hand, Arthur would leap up onto the couch and use the couch as a defense and be at like oh, eye yeah. level with this giant mutt. Or if it got too hairy, my mom has one of those coffee tables that has like a little shelf underneath. Artie will get on that shelf in the coffee table and my mom's dog will not oh be able to figure God. out how to like get in there at him. And he'd like, I'm like, dude, they're smart and manipulative. See? Yeah. Like, and he, fight, he fights working. dirty. <laughs> 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 Takes after his pop. I'm um, always saying that Frank is funny. Do you think Artie is funny? I think Artie is very funny. I think he has good timing. He seems to only audibly fart when you can see his asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like the amount of time. Oh, and, the, this is disgusting, but the amount of times I've seen, the like fart, Tiffany, I'll like be like, dust. oh, yeah, or not even the dust, just like the, yeah, the butthole <laughs> open and you don't hear anything and you go like, Tiff, she's like, what? I'm like, his asshole just opened. She's like, no, and we know the the, the stank be coming because he, their farts are my so already bad. rips, dude. Oof. Since I started home cooking for Frank, it's gotten better. Like, oh yeah, but they still stink. Just not as it's like not as frequent and not as strong, but every now and then they're mm-hmm. like, I used to joke, this is probably bad, maybe in light of what's going on in this country. But I used to joke that if any of, of my friends needed an abortion, Frank could fart <laughs> <laughs> on their naked crotch. You hear that, Kavanaugh? We f- <laughs> we got a workaround. So if anybody Frank's needs, <laughs> I've got a safe passageway. You guys could stay on my couch and we can. The underground <laughs> Frank road. Uh- <laughs> The uh, along the lines of disgusting things we've said about our dogs, Tiffany and I always used to joke that if we could figure out a way to monetize eye boogers, we would we would have been like billionaires because we're constantly like, okay, let's just wipe down your face, Arthur. He's like, he has like, like uh, Daryl Hannah level fucking make looks like makeup coming off the side. And you're like, what is that? And it's like two huge eye loogies, and you're like, bro. Yeah. And then like 
Four minutes later, he'll come over and be like, with a, like a ball in his mouth, and his eyes will be and like, how did that happen so fast, you monster? He just generates fucking eye boogies. <laughs> yeah, they're like so gross. Their faces are so wet, like the cheeks are still stuck in the water. Like, yeah. Everything is wet. Is one, of, is one of Frank's cutest looks when his uh, lips get caught on his teeth? And he yes, has a little the bit of snaggle like, too. Yeah, and he's like, I can't do it because my big mustache. But he's like, you're yeah. like, Arthur, you look goofy. You look like you're making a face to be funny. <laughs> it's really cute. And also when they do the head tilt, I'm still like, I could get you. I also, I did something that was pretty stressful probably to Frank, but it worked, which was someone told me there was a YouTube video of how to get your dog. Like this, this video will get your dog to howl. And it was like ambulances coming and other dogs howling. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder if Frank is going to howl. And I had to do it with him, but he howled. Because they're sounds, they make a lot of sounds, but they're not very. I'm like, where am I going with this? So, <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, sometimes when Artie will be on like a barking fit, he'll have like this long weird noise that happens like <laughs> at the end, and you're like, what was that, dude? <laughs> uh, does he ever like when you're playing with a toy, kind of talk to you like in those kinds of sounds? Like Frank will be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, what are you trying to say? You want me to pull the toy, but... He's fully chatty at his old age, too. He goes into, like, when Tiffany's in the kitchen, like, doing something or working at night, and and he's ready to eat. He goes in there, he's like... And then when she looks at him, he's like... Like, pounds his paws on the ground. Like, uh, he's like... Oh, my God. He's like a mogwai. Yeah, and then he... (laughs) And then if she doesn't do anything, he'll start. He'll go over to his food bowl and just start like bashing his head against the <laughs> shit, <laughs> and it makes like a big racket, of course. And you're like, "All right, dude, we're coming, we're coming." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get what they want. He won't stop. And a classic Frank, like for the rest of my life, I'll always have a vision. Any place I've ever lived with him, of him standing in the doorway to the kitchen, staring at me on the couch, like. Are you going to come in here and give me food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely silent. He'll stand in the dark kitchen and look at the ha- the hanging fruit thing and look at a banana and cry or be silent. <laughs> and I'll be like, where's Frank? And he's in the dark kitchen staring at a banana. It's really crazy. Uh, or then so- he'll just like walk to the doorway and now he's staring at me. Every time, every time Artie's in the kitchen barking or making a huge racket and we're in the living room, we always like, we start to laugh because we're like, I can't wait to see what's got him completely activated. And we'll go in there and Tiffany will like come out and she'll be like, okay, so uh, here's a little tiny piece of meatball that fell off the pizza and was sitting on the counter. This is what Arthur's been growling at for the last 11 minutes or whatever. It's like, it's always the most inconsequential. It's like, uh, yeah, oh, why is Artie going crazy? There was two drops of rice stuck in the corner of his bowl he couldn't get. And that's what we heard that insane racket about. You're like, oh, man. And like waiting for you to get a toy out from under the couch. It's like, mm-hmm. I got to get up and do this because he'll never quit. If they want something, I feel like he's not yeah. going to go Does he, away. Th- he, he when it goes under the couch, he like claws at the couch, like at the baseboard, and you're like, stop. Stop, stop. Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. He can't get it. Then he's crying and he's looking at you with those eyes and it's like, all right. Whatever you need. Let me but... get up and cater to you. No problem. I got you. Like Rosie from fucking the Jetsons, you just like pick the couch up. <laughs> like one handed. Here you go, brother. Uh T- Tiffany, I call him brother a lot. And uh <laughs> t- <laughs> and t- Tiffany was like 
Tiffany was like, I heard you the other morning go, good morning, brother. <laughs> to just hit, like, and she was like, and it was just so cute to overhear because like you weren't doing that for anyone but him. And I was just like alone with him and I was like, morning, brother. <laughs> yeah. Frank, and, do, we all talk to Frank and, and sing to him. Oh, Only, yeah. The songs are, I. you said Poker Face. We yeah. do... I'm telling all of y'all, it's Frank Massage. <laughs> massage him. And also just the made up songs. <laughs> oh, we have, we have we have a nickname for him, Cheech, which is short for Chicho Man Freddy. And I don't know when this happened, but like we've been calling him Chicho Man Freddy since so we have so many songs that rhyme with like Cheech, you know, yeah. <laughs> Cheech with the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> Dude, I started calling Frank just weird stuff. Right now I'm calling him Chimbo. That's new. I don't know when I started. <laughs> yeah. Chicho eventually got new. to be crungy, like a little crungy man. And now he's crungini, scungeal, like all these. Oh, yeah. Ita- I, I give do all these Italian. Yeah. I'm like, oh, him. yeah. Well, we, the other, along the lines of scungeal, we call his <laughs> garlic teeth. We call it, we sing a song. It's like garlic teeth and the calamari breath because his breath is so bad. <laughs> He's oh got them God. garlic teeth and that calamari breath. Does he like the song? Do you think? He like he likes attention. So if we're singing and yeah. looking at him, he, he's he's having a good time. Frank loves it. But I when I moved in with Joey, I realized how much I was really doing it. And then I asked like my old roommate, and he was like. Yeah, I would hear you singing to that dog all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, other people have like sex noise coming from their bedroom, and yeah. I'm just like <laughs> singing songs to yeah. Frank at 10 a.m. Yeah, other people are like practicing the drums. What a nightmare roommate. And it's just like a dog barking and you going, You lift me up. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, Pat Oswald had a bit in one of his old stand up albums that was like, my, I live in the biggest fear of my life is that the FBI is uh, bugging my car and they hear all the songs I sing to my dog because <laughs> he's always like he, she's a little cutie pie ain't she ain't she you know like all that dumb shit yeah. that you do you can't stop does Artie like the car by the way loves the car Frank loves the car now we didn't know we always associated it with because we uh, got him in like deep in Amish country Pennsylvania and so the first thing we did with him was pretty much drive four hours in a car with him like like playing with him, holding him the whole time. And it's like, so we assume that that was part of his development, that that car made him like a car. But then I meet other people. There there seems to be like dogs go in two camps, love cars, don't know what the fuck to do in cars. And Artie is, uh, if we're in the car with him, he's money. He wants, he, he walks towards our cars. If we're walking him on the leash, he like, yeah, he like wants all to right, go in let's the get car. in the car. Yeah. Yep. He's like, cause in the car, it's like, you can't leave him. I think that's yeah. what he likes. Like sometimes he Frank will sit in my lap while I'm driving. Frank, I, I I'm usually driving when it's the two of us, and Tiff, uh, Artie will. We have like his like seatbelt harness, little bed in the back. But eight minutes into the ride, she, like you know, he's on Tiffany's shoulder, like ah, 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 ah. like we're just like we got to get the air conditioning on him. He's he's overheating, you know. Like, yeah. Just, oh, the air conditioning it, is a big. Get the AC on ASAP. <laughs> yeah. His big thing for a while when he was a pup, but he's he's gotten over it, is when the windshield wipers start, is that he cha- like he follows them and barks oh. at them. Oh, when he was that's younger. Really funny. That's cute. When he was younger, whenever I would visit my family, my dad worked in the city, worked nights. If I was going home to visit my family, but I lived in Brooklyn, my dad'd be like, 
fuck the train. I'll scoop you up at 11. Will you stay up late now that you're 20 something unemployed guy? He's like, I'll scoop you up at like 1130. We'll get home in no time. And I'm like, all right, perfect. Nice. And you don't have to take the train. I don't have to take the train. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, try get the one in Atlantic Avenue. Fucking that's a hike from where I was. So, but, uh, with all uh, your laundry and whatever you're bringing home. Oh, I know. That was the thing. It's like if, yeah. if dad's if dad's picking you up, not only can you bring laundry home, but you can bring shit back. You know yeah. what I mean? You could be like, oh, sick. Is is no one eating the rest of this six-foot sub? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Artie, Artie wasn't in cars that much when we lived in Brooklyn, ex- but sometimes my dad's car, it would be raining at night. And when you put the wipers on, my dad would love it because he would like we let him jump from our laps back and forth across our laps chasing oh. it and then it got to the point where when my dad would pick me up which was like this was like a you know twice a year occurrence uh until he passed away uh until he died driving me in the rain no, I'm, just kidding. Oh my <laughs> but, God. I'm kidding that's a weird uh joke <laughs> yeah he is he is deceased but it's brain cancer not my fault Already, at, we started we started just started. throwing the wipers on even when just it wasn't raining, just to let him play because it was like fun, oh. and we would just do it for like the thirty-minute drive home, letting him go fucking ham, growling really and barking funny. at it. Yeah, he's Frank is a good flyer. Also, is already a good flyer. Very good flyer. I think he's probably too old to fly now. Like his breathing is a little worse, and like we used to do the you know emotional support dog thing, and he was fine. He would just sit on Tiff's lap, and when she couldn't handle it anymore, we'd just pick him up, move him to my lap, and he wouldn't move for the entire yeah. flight. Yeah, he's so he's so needy, and if we had the space, if we can get our arms up in between us, and he can get yeah. in there, he wouldn't move for like seven hours. It's fine. Yeah, we've been Frank on like too. delayed flights and shit where it's been like he's been nine hours without like making a noise. Like we they che- just want to be with you. Yeah, you like check if they're breathing. You like hold their rib cage to see. Okay, he's still alive. <laughs> Yeah. Also, he he has a heart murmur now. So do you do the checking when he's sleeping? Sometimes because I heard you say Artie has a heart murmur. Like, yeah, yeah. You just just like, to count the breaths, like well, once a month or something. I'll be like, okay, he's going. Is he overheating? <laughs> What's going on? It's a normal speech. Normal speech. Good, good, good. Um, I could talk about Boston Terriers for literally five more hours, but maybe we yeah. should maybe we should break it off and do some continuations at a later date. For uh, sure. I'm so surprised. I was like, I wonder if we'll have a lot to talk about. And we I thought that for I it. just I just looked at the time and I'm like, we've been talking for like an hour and change about Boston Terriers. And I, <laughs> I feel like I'm like, OK, now let's really get really into it. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs> OK, now I'm down. I'm on the fifth page of my notebook here. No. I uh, hopefully will end up in some weird Boston Terrier subreddit and a lot of Boston Terrier listeners, uh, people who don't listen to the pod will listen to this one episode and then we'll get like people who'll be like they gotta do another boston terrier episode and then we'll have a spin-off podcast just about boston (laughs) (laughs) what a fucking specific ass headgum are you listening (laughs) you better be this is a headgum podcast (laughs) no you're not okay (laughs) so emma pass this info along speaking of passing info along kerry where can people see you uh hear words you wrote slash support you in some way um p.o box no i'm just kidding um watch murderville on netflix Hell and yeah. vote for it for an emmy or something i don't know <laughs> get out that needs to happen the election I, needs I to be overturned like a lot of emmy voters <laughs> might, might be listeners no i'm yeah. just kidding <laughs> yeah don't um, worry murderville on netflix and um i have a short film called be at rehab 
You oh shit! That yeah, that's really no great. No budge or Vimeo, and some other stuff that'll happen some other day. But Hell those are yeah. probably the two things now. No. Uh, and you'll be tagged in the uh, um, post, so uh, follow her, whatever. And uh, thank you for listening. As a, uh, just a reminder, July fourteenth, one hundred one places to party before you die. Ten thirty p.m. Thursday nights. Me and Adam Pally traveling around the country, getting fucked up, having fun, uh, hurting our livers. I break a rib in an episode. Uh, try to guess where. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> obvious. I say it, but check it out. Uh, bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. <laughs> it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now, somewhere... Somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room here. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.